Hey guys, it's Forge Guy here with a uh, another podcast. Uh, hooray! Um, the last one didn't uh, didn't get as uh, many views as I would have liked, but it was only up for one day, so you know whatever. I don't have that many friends anyway. Haha, <laughs> go for anyway. Um, in this video, I'm going to cover feedback feedback on maps. Um. I've been getting a lot of feedback lately on my map remote installation. I've run a totally crazy long ad campaign on it and, you know, just kind of put it up everywhere. It's getting kind of annoying. Um, anyway, I've stopped with that. I'm not going to put any more posts up about it unless I come up with like a version 2 or something. But, you know, my Xbox is broken. So in the meantime, I'm just going to have to record these podcasts. Um, I'll probably still record them even after I get my Xbox back because uh, I have a mic for my computer and I like having a mic for my computer and I think it's crucial that I should do something with it. I just wanted to uh, cover some of the feedback areas. Um, I've been giving map feedback on forums and stuff on Bungie.net um, ever since Forge came out in 2007 and... Uh, I'm just going to say, a lot of people do not know proper feedback etiquette. Um, they will, they will usually not tell you anything constructive and just compliment you on the maps, which is great. I mean, I love that, but it's not really going to help you make the map any better or, um, you know, it's not going to fix any areas you need to improve upon. And then there's those people who give you nothing but things they didn't like about the map and give you no way to fix them. Which is, uh, it's kind of bad. Like, they'll say something, oh, the camping here was bad. That was horrible. You need to redo that. And you're sitting there and you go, okay, how could I redo that? Why don't you give me some suggestions, you know? Um, uh, and then there's the people you get where they give you constructive criticism and it sounds kind of mean, but they don't mean to be mean, you know? But uh, you should you should definitely take all the criticism you can. And uh, I've been, I've made the mistake a couple times of responding to a, a uh, post with uh, negative criticism too fast, and I didn't get a chance to actually you know read it through a couple times and see that he really wasn't trying to be mean. Uh, he was just giving some feedback, and you know he just didn't he didn't use proper forum etiquette. And uh, proper forum etiquette is when you uh, say something negative about the map, you gotta come back with something positive about the map. Well, I like the middle structure, but, you know, maybe you could redo it like this, this, and this. Like, that's what you want to do. You don't want to do, well, I didn't like the middle structure. Maybe you can fix this. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. I didn't like this and this and that. That's just my personal experience. You don't want to you don't want to do that sort of thing. You want to actually have some sugar to go along with the uh, the lemon juice or the vinegar that you're going to give them. You know, take the sour out of their mouths. Um, yeah, that's proper feedback of any kind. Um, you mainly want to touch upon, you definitely want to touch upon any points that need to be improved. I mean, that's what map makers really post for. Is they want to they want to get feedback. They want to know what was good about their map, and they want to know what was bad about their map, so they can make better maps later. So, um, say on remote installation, um, 
the middle and the bottom, they're kind of campy. Depends on who you play with, you know. Um, so instead of saying they were campy and that's it, go ahead and respond back with, you probably need to add some more cover. Or instead of using bridges, you could use building blocks and have a greater range of motion. I like to use path manipulation. And what I call, what I call path manipulation is when you set up multiple paths that get you to the same place, but they, uh, they take you a different route and they have different risks and rewards. Um, that sort of thing. Uh, I think the bridges down on remote installation offer, uh, a lot of, uh, a lot of maneuverability, uh, because there's, there's two ways around the map and then you can get back up into the middle of the map. I just think the pathways are dynamic, but at the same time, there's there's some risk involved in taking them because people can jump down from the top and assassinate you, or you could get into a battle with someone down there and you have nowhere to go except for the bridges. I it's just a, that I did that on purpose. It's kind of a risk reward system, a uh, system of uh, deterrence and rewards. Um, I didn't put many power weapons down there except for the rocket launcher because I couldn't find anywhere else to put it. That was pretty neutral. I didn't want to put it in that center structure because that was already a grenade trap. Um, so I just wanted to avoid putting any power weapons in that structure at all. And the sniper rifles down there in Slayer also make it of, uh, you know, it's a good risk that you're going to get sniped down there because it's pretty open. You can see clearly across the map from down there. But there is, there's cover at the same time. I mean, it's not like you're sitting there, like a sitting, it's, you're not a sitting duck down there. But if someone's, if somebody's crafty with the sniper, they can take you out fairly easily. I, there's things that, uh, you should tell the people who are downloading your maps that, uh, your recommendation for playing the map, which would be which game type to use, and, uh, which armor abilities to use, and, um, which weapons to start with. I definitely don't want anybody to use armor lock or jetpack on my maps. Uh, that's just a rule of thumb. I really don't like armor lock. Um, I just think it was a poorly thought out choice for abilities. The concept was good, but in practice, it just, it wasn't very effective. Uh, the main thing about jetpack is it can work on my maps. It's just, it, it's very hard to contour your map to play with a jetpack. Because you don't think about it when you're in Forge. You don't think about people with jetpacks. Because it's usually not a problem. Uh, people don't usually like to use jetpacks on custom games. Uh, that's just what I found. But uh, in matchmaking, if you go play a game of matchmaking, there's jetpacks everywhere. So you can use jetpacks on the map. I don't recommend it, but you can. Uh, I would just... I, I did make my maps so they can't get, like, on top of the buildings with the jetpack and be up there. But you can use them, I just don't recommend it. Uh, I recommend Evade, Sprint, Hologram, and, uh, God, what's the other one? Uh, whatever, whatever the other one, Invisibility. Yeah, I, that's what I recommend for my maps, usually. Because that's what I like to use, and I think that makes gameplay interesting enough and diverse enough to be fun, but it also doesn't make it, um, it doesn't make it so diverse that you're just having trouble tackling all of the different armor abilities. 
Um, that kind of wears on you a little bit, but um, a few different armor abilities is nice. Uh, having six or seven different armor abilities is kind of annoying. So that brings me that brings me to my next point. Um, if you want to make armor abilities on your map, uh, definitely try and contour your map to all armor abilities. But I would generally not count on armor lock working very well on any of your maps, because unless you're having an extremely open corridors or uh, an open space in which to armor lock wouldn't be overpowered and you don't have any kind of narrow hallways or anything like that, uh, buildings, etc. Uh, I would recommend that would be a good map to have armor lock on. Uh, but at the same time, if there's places they you don't want them to go on top of structures, I wouldn't recommend jetpack uh, because simply they can they can go pretty high with jetpack and camp on certain places you wouldn't have thought of. Uh, players are crafty like that. Um, and one last point before I go. Um, bases. I absolutely hate bases of any kind that offer a substantial amount of cover. Um, like the bases on Hemorrhage. I absolutely hate the bases on Hemorrhage. Because people just camp in them when it's captured the flag, and then they're up one. They'll just camp in their base and no one can get to the flag. I like remote installations bases because... They're not really a base, it's just a location where I put the flag. It's like two bases with an open courtyard. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, I'm running out of time, so I guess I'll wrap this up. Uh, if you want to see more of these, go ahead and comment, uh, subscribe, and uh, see you later.